guess what? It's 2022. And you know what? After a week off because of Christmas and New Year's, guess who's back? Yes. And no poltergeist either. <laughs> well, first I want to begin this episode with a dedication. I'm dedicating this episode to a great person who we lost a little after Christmas. She was the matriarch of one of the great families here in Seneca Falls, and she was the grandmother to one of the members of Finger Lakes One, Sydney Radka. Ann Rogers was a great person, um, wonderful. I mean, she always treated everyone with grace and dignity. And she, uh, no wonder everybody always called her Granny Annie or St. Anne. I loved her, and I mean, most everyone here in Seneca Falls loved her. So this episode is for Ann Rogers. Now I'm going to start by talking about, hey, for the fourth time in five years, in the way of another great person we lost, John Madden, boom, we're back in the playoffs. Yes, Sean McDermott guiding them in, and he said, hey, Josh Allen, you're having a little trouble? We're going to put it on our running back, and boom, yes, Singledary carried us. Two touchdowns, of course, Allen, pow, he put it in there twice himself, and doink, the defense got on Ryan, especially when he threw a wounded duck. Flack. That fell right short, and hey, they couldn't score because, hey, I mean, hey, I mean, he, he put knelt down before the goal line, I mean, when he tried to score, and hey, he gets up taunting some of the Bills. Hey, boom, you can't do that, or else they'll flatten them like a pancake. Ain't that right, Pat? Look out. Well, but the Magic teams reunited up in heaven, I will say. Both Pat Summerall and John Madden were one, was probably, in my mind, one of the best teams to ever call games, football or any sport. And now they're together up in heaven. So, John, that was my little tribute to you, especially talking about Buffalo's 29-15 win over Atlanta, which clinched a playoff berth for the Bills. But you know, we want more. Yes, it's the Jets who come to Orchard Park for the final week of the season. And you know, the Jets gave the Buccaneers all that they can handle. But alas, when you got Tom Brady, yeah, you gotta play the Buccaneers or whatever team he's on for 60 seconds. And I mean, but maybe but Tampa Bay was a little sloppy. Well, they got another thing on there that I'll get to in a couple of minutes. But you know what? The Jets gave them all that they could handle. Now you got to wonder if Coach Sala is going to have them ready. As, hey, there's a lot riding on this. This could, this could clinch the division for the second straight year, and we could have a home playoff game. But alas, guess what? It could be against the Patriots again. Oh, boy. But you know what? As John Madden would say, he they'll flatten them like a pancake. And, of course, I will say to another giant we lost over the, the holidays, they did a wonderful thing at the end, honoring Betty White and playing Thank You for Being a Friend. 
Of course, Betty White might say, hey, that's not what your girlfriend said, but then you might throw a Vigoda in there at quarterback. Well, I guess we gotta get going here, because I'm uh, gonna do some detective. Yeah, Detective Fish. Yeah, good saying up there, Detective Fish. Oh, whatever. 29-15, bu Buffalo wins. Of course, weird score, but hey, when Atlanta scores a thing for their own safety, you gotta expect that. And Marcus Stevenson, hey, when you feel the punt, don't run into somebody right off the bat. <sighs> I'm gonna go from talking about the Bills to talking about the Orange. Yeah, we were idle for quite a bit because of COVID and because of Omicron, who everybody's saying, oh my God, another variant spreading. Well, you know what? This variant looks like it's a little less severe than the Delta and others. But you know what? It's still another variant, and who knows? There's probably gonna be another mutation, like you see on cartoons, when a, something goes, Hey, he mutated. Yeah, and I'm gonna tate him once and for all. Enough with the mutations. Let's talk about the orange. Yeah, they were idle for a while, but then they worked their way through the Ivy League. Two pretty good wins against Brown and against Cornell, even if they didn't barbecue their chicken. Yeah, 80-68 to 68 over Cornell and Brown, about a 40-point win. But then when they start their ACC slate against Virginia, I thought that they'd finally to knock Mr. Bennett and his cavalier attitude down a notch. Well, you know what? My defense let us down again. And kudos to Coach Beheim for calling out his son, especially when you miss free throws. Hey, my dad called me out quite a few times. And there were times I wanted to punch him in the mouth. Sorry, Dad. I didn't mean to say that. But hey, sometimes you need to call me out, right? Thank you. That was from him. <laughs> but oh, but I, I digress. We're now seven and six as we really start heading into the heart of ACC play. Yep, tonight it's against Miami and Jim Laraniega. That's how you say his name, Laraniega. You gotta do it with a tilt over the end. Of course, here's a tilt right here. But that's me leaning, especially if I was drunk. No, I'm not drunk. And then you also got Wake Forest. Hell, I think we can beat those two teams. But I kinda wonder. Brannix made some predictions for the Orange coming this year. and There's five of them, of which I remember a couple. One of them, he says, Syracuse probably might not make the NCAA tournament. Is that going to be a relief? Yeah, it always seems like we're on the bubble and we're just anxious. Are we going to get in? Are we going to get in? At least somebody's got some reality. You know what? I think Brennan isn't too far off. We thought we had some pretty good players there. We got good players. 
but there's a lot of deficiencies and these games are really showing seven and six they say it's our worst start like this since about the late 60s if that tells you something but you know hey sometimes a team gels when they get to conference play let's see how these orange do let's keep going orange let's beat lara shanga there a little emphasis especially on the sneeze when you say his name and of course wake forest let's beat these two let's start to get some momentum going shall we speaking of momentum kind of wondering whether antonio brown's lost his momentum how about his display there in the game there against the jets yeah get in there arian says get in he responds stripping off his jersey pads stripping off his t-shirt throwing it and then making a big big spectacle of himself running out towards the tunnel clearly he's a cancer and he's showing it again and you know what antonio brown the nnfl stadium is not a place to do a strip tease yeah you think you were going to have some music playing boom da -da boom da boom da boom and people going shh, shh. boy that's a bad whistle of course i can't whistle very good but you know what hey there's no pole there so don't do a strip tease in an nfl stadium and another thing hey if you don't resume your career good riddance you know you've caused problems wherever you've gone and I, I'll just tell you what, some people say, hey, you think Buffalo should sign Antonio Brown? No, Antonio Brown's a cancer, and right now, he needs help. You know how I'll help him? This. <laughs> yeah, as John Madden would say, boom! He needs help, he needs help right in the head, because hey, somebody will flatten him like a pancake. And of course, Pat Summerall will say, Boy, that's a nice play. He didn't score a touchdown. He ran off. Nice way to talk, Pat Summerall, John Madden. Well, that's all the time I got for this episode. And hey, well, Happy New Year, everybody.